Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535. And the Talking Heads with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Steady rain on my way in today. And also steady sprinklers running in all the front lawns in Longmeadow and East Longmeadow during the rain. Yeah, Look, it's a never, drought. Yes, and you can never be moist enough. Yeah, I guess. Uh, speaking of droughts, how about those Patriots? Mm-hmm. They looked awful good yesterday. Mm. Uh, we'll be talking to Scott Cohen, who was at the game in Miami. In fact, he'll be on the phone with us. Probably from an airport. Is that why they did so well? Because Cohen brings a bad cloud no matter yeah. where he goes? Right. What do you think? Oh, maybe. I don't know. So there's that and some other stuff, too. It's 536. we back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 550. And Queen with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It is uh, going to be a pretty rainy morning, and then uh, things start to clear up this afternoon. The high is 78 tomorrow. Mix of rain in uh, clouds with a high of 78. It's 64 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. The royal beekeeper has informed the queen's bees that she passed on, and King Charles is their new master. You think the bees really understand what's going on? No, I don't. I think they're smart. There's a superstition that if you don't do that, the bees uh, could leave the hive, stop producing honey, or die. I guess... I don't think bees understand English. How many? Even, even old English. Yeah, let's just say uh, Queen Elizabeth got this at the ripe old age of 25. You know, she inherits the throne. Sure. She gets a whole bunch of bees. Do you think those are the same bees that she had when she was 25? Or how many life cycles have bees have gone through in her entire reign that would uh, indicate that these bees really don't care who's taking care of them. If I had all the time in the world, I would run a quick Google search on the average lifespan of a honeybee. But I'm not going to do that because I simply don't care. It's a lineage. You know, they're, they're royal bees throughout the years. Is okay. there a, a point of succession? Like sure. The queen bee dies and all of a sudden... Her goofy 73-year-old son takes over for the first job of his life. I think you have a king bee and a queen bee, but I don't think there's a prince bee. They're all prince bees. Uh, You probably heard about the double rainbow that appeared over Buckingham Palace right around the time Queen Elizabeth died on Thursday. But a British woman photographed a cloud at about the same time that looked like a silhouette of the queen wearing one of her trademark hats. Ooh. Nice. Man. Boy, it's like seeing Jesus in a slice of toast. Yeah. Like... He's not really on the toast, but you think he's on the toast. Is that like a mirror for him when he makes his own toast? Oh, look. I think I have a pimple. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone uh, is reporting that King Charles uh, asked Prince Harry not to bring his wife, Meghan Markle, to Balmoral Castle on Thursday, but it might not be the story everyone's making it out to be. There are there is some tension there, but Charles supposedly only wanted very close family at present at the time. Prince William's uh, wife, Kate Middleton, didn't go either. Hmm. All right. All right, that makes sense. All right, that's fair. Just you boys. And uh, Trump wasn't invited. I know that. Don't bring your tramps with you. Yeah, I don't think Trump's going to get invited to, like, a close family service. But he wasn't invited to the public one, I guess. 
Well, well, it's for the public. Based on you don't need an invitation. Based on the Queen's own wishes, apparently. Uh, so what's going to happen uh, to the Queen's beloved corgis now that she's gone? Well, they're going to live with her son, Prince Andrew. Well, he's got to do something. Well, uh, he's not good with kids. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get him a dog instead. Andrew and his ex-wife Sarah Ferguson will take care of him. <laughs> yeah, but then, but then there's going to be video somewhere of him with the dogs. What's going on with the dogs? Yeah, why are you flying to a private island on a jet with the dogs? With uh, probably with the uh, Vlade, the dog whisperer, <laughs> on his secret <laughs> private pet island. Uh, <laughs> the Queen had two other dogs, but it's not clear uh, where they're going. I'm sorry, it just kind of hit me. He's not good with kids. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's not. I mean, can he really be trusted? No, I don't think he can. Uh, not, even know, with, not even with a dog. If you're driving down the street one day and see Prince Andrew's daycare, I would just keep driving past <laughs> yeah, Just that. keep moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep it moving. A tea bag that was supposedly used by the Queen and smuggled out of Windsor Castle in 1998 was put on eBay for $12,000. <laughs> you know what? It cost me 50 to get one of those. <laughs> What's this world coming to? I don't know. Uh, The New York Post (laughs) recommended Emmy-nominated shows based on Zodiac signs. For instance, if you're an Aries, you should watch Squid Game. Geminis would appreciate Stranger Things, and the best match for Virgos is only murders in the building. What about me? What are you? Libra. You're a Libra? Pam and Tommy. All right. I like that. Yeah. What about you? You're a Libra, too, aren't you? Or no, you're a Virgo. I'm I'm a Virgo. You're you're an only murders in the building guy. Right, but in... Pam and Tommy, doesn't uh, Tommy spend a good deal of time talking to his penis? Yes. No wonder there's a no no wonder there's a line between them and you. Who doesn't do that, by the way? Come on, man. Hey, one more thing about the Queen. Did you see the mistake that Cher made? What did Cher make? She tweeted out that um, the Queen was the goat, except she tweeted a picture of a cow instead. Does she not know the difference between a goat and a cow? Apparently, he, she got her emojis screwed up. Well, yeah, in, in England, calling someone a cow is not <laughs> how, really a. How old is Cher? Seventy, maybe. Yeah. He's a seven-year-old there. woman trying to figure out Twitter. Yeah. That's like me trying to help my mom with her Farmville stuff. <laughs> I don't understand how this works. Oh, why don't you play mahjong instead? <laughs> uh, Daniel, put on your phone and grab some tiles. Daniel Radcliffe learned how to play accordion when he got the lead in Weird, the Al Yankovic story. He even got uh, critiques from Weird Al himself. Quote, by most common note was, please pump more. Hmm. I'm what, actually, about, what about the accordion? I'm actually a little hey. upset that this whole thing is like a parody movie. I thought it was more of like a, a biopic, if you will. Well, mm-hmm. Did you want it to be like a drama? Well, yeah, I wanted to find out, uh, you know, I mean, obviously there's going to be some humor in there, but at least uh, told the real story rather than this, uh, you know, fake uh, naked gun style thing. Harrison Ford got choked up at the big Disney Expo this weekend talking about the fifth Indiana Jones movie. He said, quote, we have a really human story to tell, as well as a movie that will kick your ass. This is it. I will not fall down for you again, because if I do, nobody will be able to get me up off the floor. (laughs) (laughs) He's got to be in his 80s, too, right? Mm -hmm. He's close to it. Yeah. Uh, Was it Calista Flockhart? Yeah. Yeah. They've been married a long time, actually. Actually, is is his kid, did he graduate from uh, Amherst yet? Yeah, that was years ago. That was like... Wasn't that long ago. It it was like six or seven years ago. I would hope that kid uh, has graduated (laughs) since then, if not going on to a... You know, 
graduate degree. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, Taylor Swift won't admit the red scarf and all too well as a reference to Jake Gyllenhaal. She was asked and she just laughed off the question and said it was a metaphor. Ooh, you sneaky, sneaky girl. <laughs> Everything is so thinly veiled. Tell me more about your broken relationships you make millions of dollars off of. And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. There's nothing quite like... This is Dave Miner from Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements. Labor Day has passed and the trees are changing colors. Don't wait for the snow to fly. Give us a call today for your new roof. 533-0481 or go to DaveMinerRoofing.com today. Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements is a proud sponsor of the Mayflower Marathon. You can donate early this year at rock102.com and a portion of all donations will be matched. Thank you for your support of the Mayflower Marathon. Dell Technologies' semi-annual sale has arrived, and it's time to save big on PCs with Windows 11 Pro. Plus, get great deals on top accessories including docks, monitors, and more. Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Benjamin Moore Paint, Cabot Stains, plus rock-solid painting advice and expertise. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, I'd say that went pretty well. I'm sure you're aware, yesterday was week one of the NFL season. My team lost, your team lost. I also got smoked in the Rock 1-2 Pro Picks pool. This is why I'm all set for sports gambling. The moment I start making picks, that's the moment when I start picking straight-up garbage. And yesterday only proved my point. If my picks this week were total crap, leaving me to warn you all not to base any of your sports gambling decisions on my handicapping abilities because you will instantly regret that decision just as I have. For example, do you remember Friday morning when I told Kim Bocamper, the former Dolphins defensive end turned broadcaster, that the Patriots are going to manhandle Miami this weekend? Yeah, well... That may have been a reckless prediction because not only did the Patriots lose, they lost to a team that was being coached by a guy who has absolutely zero experience of being a head coach on any level. Zero. And in his first game as a head coach, Mike McDaniel beat, arguably speaking, the greatest head coach of the modern football history, Bill Belichick. Beating the Patriots by a final score of 20-7, to the Patriots not only lost the game, but their quarterback has a back injury, the extent of which remains unclear. All I can tell you is that my prediction of the Patriots going 12-5 and this season is in great jeopardy. In fact, I would say that a 12-5 and finish might just be the biggest pipe dream of the season as the Patriots are now tied for last place with the New York Jets. Granted that it's only one game into the season, but I think we know where things are going to go here, and it's not looking great. It's not looking good for your team. It's not looking good for my team, and my picks are looking even worse. In fact, I might have been off... I would have been better off not picking nothing at all. How bad did I do? Let's just say that I don't see myself winning any Visa gift cards or a gift certificate to any nearby pizza restaurants, and that's largely because my picks were absolutely a nightmare. But hey, and I'm my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You paint your house this year, but what's it going to look like in 10 years? Benjamin Moore paint withstands the sun, the wind, the rain, the snow without losing its color or vibrancy or its texture. Go for long-lasting quality. Get Benjamin Moore paint at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 610. 
And the Rolling Stones are back. Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Going to be sunny today with a high of 78. Tomorrow, mix of sun and uh, clouds with some rain showers and a high of 78. It's 64 in downtown Springfield. Uh, we're supposed to be talking to Scott Cohen after uh, 7 o'clock today. Apparently, he was in Miami to watch that Patriots game. God help him. Uh, the good luck charm yeah. the Patriots needed. That's a long flight home after a game like that. I thought the good luck charm was Mike Tyson sitting next to owner Bob Kraft up in the luxury suite. You would think so, mm. but uh, that's not always the lucky seat. Yeah. So yesterday I had to uh, I had to go up to Hadley to uh, the Hopkins Academy. The sure. Hop, the Hoppin' Hopkins, Hop, uh, whatever that place is. A uh, kid was having a softball game there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, they have practice like 45 minutes ahead of the game. So I dropped my, my daughter off, and I said to my other I said, let's, you know, let's go run a few errands. You know, we're up here in, in Hadley. you got all these stores out here on Route 9. Right. Uh, so we had to go into uh, to Walmart. I figured, ah, Walmart's a safe bet up in Hadley. Oh, the fine people of Hadley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it's actually. I'm sure, I'm sure they'll treat their store well. First of all, I hate walking into a. You know how when you're like used to a layout of a store, yeah, and then you walk into another store of the same name in a different location, and everything is completely turned around and in different locations. Yeah, I that, hate that. I don't like yeah, that either. I, I had that experience at a big Y, by the way, over the weekend. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I and, know what uh, you mean. Yeah, so uh, so I go. I'm I'm walking around Walmart. And I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to find like uh, pool strips and stuff like that. You know, like the test strips. Yeah, for the pool, mm-hmm. and I'm not really sure where the garden center is in this place because, it, again, like you're kind of disoriented, and it's not like they have that external garden center like most WalMarts have. Right. So anyway, I, I ask, uh, I asked, I I walk up to this guy, and uh, my daughter was looking for something else, so I, I asked for that, and I said, "Hey, do you know where uh, you know these office supply stuff is?" And he goes, "Oh yeah, it's uh, right down there, uh, in L1." I'm like, "Okay," and so we go get that stuff. Yeah, and then. Uh, we get out to the park. We buy our stuff. I get out to the parking lot, and I told my daughter, I said, listen, I have to go to the bathroom. You want to, you want to just wait here, and I'll, I'll run back in? She said, yeah, no problem. So I go back into the bathroom in Walmart, and um, I walk in, and the first thing you notice is the stall. Uh, there's two stalls. Okay. One stall has giant, like, police, do not cross police tape, uh, not police tape, but caution tape. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's not operating. St- like, stay away, and it says out of order on it. There seemingly is another stall next to that, and then there are two urinals um, side by side. You know, okay. the one for the midgets, and then the mm-hmm. one for the, you know, the adult people. <laughs> Can little, you say midgets? No, I think little people. <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, they're still little. Anyway. Kids. Uh, so, the, the two stalls, and I... I noticed something in one of the no flush journal. Um, somebody left a surprise hmm. behind. And uh, that is a different well, number. You mean? Or yes, what? Uh, number one is the wall. Hmm. Uh, but somebody seemingly put number two in there. <laughs> this is a a yeah. flushless urinal, yeah. right? And okay. I'm like, oh my god, who would? What kind of disgusting human being would do something like this? I am appalled. I will never come back to this bathroom again. Mm-hmm. And as I'm walking out the door, I go, I should take a picture of this just in case mm-hmm. <laughs> anybody doubts that I was uh, telling the truth. All right. Well, do you have it on you? I do. I do. I have the, uh, the picture. Yeah, the problem, me. if you're doing that into a urinal, wouldn't you? St- don't you always like go to like to go number one while you're going number two there as you well? Go. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it looks like, like, a, that looks that like a candy cane. It does, brown. Look, it does yeah. look very much like yeah. a candy cane, yeah. doesn't no, it? No, you're yeah. absolutely right, though. You I know? Mean, but you, maybe you could position, I don't, you know? I don't know, maybe you could position yourself, say, like an NFL center. Yeah. and <laughs> Tuck it underneath yeah. a little bit while and, you're, yeah. And then in, okay. that, in that moment, you uh, you take the snap. Yeah. So, uh, and, and then as I walk out of the bathroom, I run into that same guy that helped me find the office supplies as he's walking down the little corridor to the bathroom. And I was like, and I said, stop. I was like, dude, somebody took a duke mm. in the urinal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the chef's kiss of the whole thing is when the guy goes, again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was wow. like, how often does this happen up at the Hadley Walmart yeah, that, I, some, it, that you say again? I don't know if you can fingerprint for something like that. It is a Walmart. <laughs> I guess not. So then I I, uh, I share my little experience on, on social media, and uh, I heard from this guy I haven't I haven't seen in a few years, and he goes, uh, "Hey, uh, your uh, your urinal uh, Duke must be the guy I encountered at a Chickabee dive bar years ago." And here's this guy. <laughs> there he is. Another there he is. picture. He, he, no, this is the guy going to the bathroom oh, in the urinal. Oh my he's, god, he's doing exactly what yeah. you were saying. Yes, but, like doing the center hike. That's it. Like, yeah, hut that's, hut. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Omaha. Yeah, right. Oh. <laughs> so uh, I, I think he's a corn husker right now. Oh, yeah, he is. Um, so uh, I was just like, "This, what is wrong with people?" The, 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 that other stall was fine. There, it was working. Sure, there was no reason to have to do that. Mm -hmm. While while you're contemplating the mystery <laughs> of us all and asking very pertinent questions, yeah, there's also a big population of people who are thinking to themselves, "Why would he take a picture of something like that?" Because why wouldn't you oh, take yeah. a I'm picture with Steve. of something uh, yeah. like that? Yeah, I'm with Steve. Come on. on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, yeah. you're, you're not going to make that into your profile picture. Listen, uh, let's say you're uh, you're standing, you're you're down, uh, you're down on the corner of uh, Fort Street, and you're hanging out with all your good buddies. You're stumbling right out of the student prints, there, sure, right? right? And you get to the corner of Main and Fort Street, and all of a sudden, uh, some guy uh, takes off all his clothes and starts running around naked in the middle of the Main Street. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to tell me that you're not going to whip out your phone and take a picture of that? No, because I've seen that guy do that 15,000 yeah, times. Okay, let's take some other example. Let's say you saw somebody uh, beating somebody up who uh, got cut in front of their dirt bike in downtown Springfield. Sure. Wouldn't you take a picture of that? No, because I've seen that 10,000 times too. All right. What about you're in Holyoke and there's a fire, there's a building on fire. Like, Wouldn't you take a picture of that? Well, that I might because that never happens. <laughs> Steve, I'd take a picture of all that stuff. I'm with you. Yeah, it's. It, you got. I mean, yes. that's the whole. That we're, we're programmed to take pictures of these things. My now, problem yes, is like, I, I don't think about taking them. you. I, I give you credit. I don't think quickly enough to do that. Well, the, the, I, I almost didn't. Yeah. And I said, mm -hmm. you know what? I'm going to need a picture of this. Mm -hmm. I you need know, photographic evidence. Yes. What kind of society have we become where we can become such animals in a restroom where people go to rest and do things mm -hmm. that are important mm -hmm. uh, to simple biological functioning? What what have we become? Where the only usable urinal has now been rendered mm. obsolete, incapable it's, of being used because someone just, has put something terrible in the bottom. It's absolutely disgusting. Mm -hmm. I would approve you doing it in the trash can. Mm -hmm. If you have to go so bad that maybe because one of those stalls was out of order and then there was a, a, a night manager still in there from the day before. <laughs> 
uh, I get it. The trash can would be a higher degree of difficulty, I think, though, especially if it had like a flap lid on it that you would have to like push open while yeah. you were doing your business. Yeah, if it I had like just an open hole, then that'd be easier. I, I don't know, but uh, the the idea that you're doing this without uh, without thinking about mm-hmm. what you're doing. You know, this is the problem with public restrooms. Mm-hmm. I mean, you walk in there, you don't know what you're going to see. Let's say, for example, you need to use the restroom and it's got a bunch of doors all closed. Well, it's kind of like, let's make a deal. Mm-hmm. And Monty Hall is telling you what you want to <laughs> sit in a door and go behind door number one, two, or three. Yeah. How many times does that happen where the person before you left this horrific mess and you're not going to use that one? So you go to the next one, mm-hmm. it's worse than that, and number three is worse than that. It happens all the time, like at a like at a <laughs> like at a highway rest area. Yeah. I, I when I when I took the kids about four or five years ago down to uh, we were going down south somewhere and w- w- my daughter had flat Stanley, you know flat oh, Stanley yeah. where you gotta sure. put flat Stanley in a thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well we made like eight or nine flat Stanleys because our idea was let's take a picture of him in every restroom on every stop along I-95 as we go down. And we so we have this whole <laughs> collection of all these flat Stanleys because you had to throw it away afterwards because yeah. most of these bathrooms are so gross. We have you wouldn't want to keep that in your car. Don't we have flat Pat Kelly now here at Rock 102? Yeah, we, we do, but yeah. we don't put him in public restrooms. Yeah, we Otherwise, should. he might be arrested. Yeah. By the way, speaking of Let's Make a Deal, that's a show they should revive, in my opinion. I thought they that have. was great. Wayne have, Brady's been the host. Really? Yeah. Okay, but, but I think what I was going to say is have it be in front of three urinals, you know, like at the Walmart that Steve experienced Good there. Good God. I don't you know, I just, I, what are, what are, how desperate have we, you know, at a Walmart, you kind of expect any kind of human behavior mm-hmm. because it's typically a genetic stew going in and out of there th- yeah. all the time. But that is unbelievable. It's disgusting. And, and, uh, and then, and then somebody said to me, Oh, it's more disgusting. Somebody doing that. You're taking a picture of mm. again. It, it's an <laughs> aftermath of an accident. You know what I mean? Like you, if you go to a NASCAR race and you see an accident. Are you not going to take a picture of that flaming, burning wreckage? No, you'll of take, course you are. You'll take that faster than just watching cars yes. drive safely around a track. This was my flaming, burning wreckage yesterday. <laughs> and, that's and, that's one way to put it. And uh, healthy looking it didn't look like uh, you know. Uh, yeah. Well, listen, I don't think quality control is really the issue here. I think the issue is why couldn't someone used to use the normal toilet like anybody else because they're scumbags backs that's why maybe it was an emergency couldn't make it to the real toilet it's 621 with back steve and dave and rock 102 months in saving rock 102 with back steve and dave foo fighters frontman dave Grohl all upset at actor vin diesel because apparently they asked vin diesel to appear in that movie they put out studio 666 and vin diesel said mm, nah i'm good so they're all pissed off at him, apparently. Yeah, they'll get over it. <clears throat> I'm sure it won't last very long. Mm. Hey, uh, just uh, real quick. Uh, the Mayflower Marathon, as you know, has a new home. We'll be at MGM uh, Springfield in, uh, in November. Uh, hoping that this will be our very best year ever. Now through October 7th, Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements will match all monetary donations made to the Mayflower Marathon online up to $5,000. Sweet. Visit rock102.com and click the banner to donate. Dave Miner Dave Miner's Mayflower Marathon match from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Now, that's what I'm talking about. That's the kind of effort I yeah. like to see. Nicely done, Dave. That's awesome. Thank you. There you go. Uh, today I Learned is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. And now it's time for today I learned. Back to you, Dave. Bye.
channel too. Today I learned that Dad Joke David from Sunderland has new jokes. I got some dad jokes for you. You ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. I met my wife at the glue factory where we both worked. The glue factory. Yeah, we bonded immediately. <laughs> hey, why should you never marry a tennis player? I don't know why should you never marry a tennis player. Because love means nothing to them. Let's see what you mean. You know, a man has been stealing the wheels off of police cars. Police cars? Yeah, detectives are working tirelessly to catch him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's today I learned with that joke. David Rosalind. Don't call me later. Just call me dad. Ah, ah. Wow, hard to beat that. Coming come up in the news, something. Ah. Yes, lots of 9-11 remembrances here in yeah. Western Mass. What the hell is that? Be getting excited, that's all. If you like it. 631. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Today's September 12th, of course. Yesterday was September 11th. And community members attending many different remembrance ceremonies in Western Mass over the weekend, including uh, Sunday night to honor victims of 9-11. That particular event held at Basilica of St. Stanislaus Church. America's National Song of Remembrance, meantime, playing in West Springfield yesterday morning, where a ceremony was held to honor the victims and their families and the heroes of 9-11 21 years ago. Another ceremony taking place in front of the Agawam Fire Department and Westfield residents coming together yesterday to remember the victims of September 11th attacks. The Caledonian Pipe Band leading Sunday's ceremony at the Sons of Aaron Remembrance Ceremony in Westfield because of the three guys who died in the attacks 21 years ago. Uh, T- Tara, actually three people, I should say, Tara Shea Kramer, Brian Murphy, and Danny Trant. There's a memorial to the mm. three of them at the Suns who have conducted the ceremony every year for the last 20 years. And see any uh, companies doing those uh, crazy coupon deals. You know, the, mm. uh, typically every year, you know, uh, there was a company coming, there was a Marriott that was offering Free muffins between eight forty-five and uh, ten fifteen in the morning. Yeah, I think um, I- some people realize that that might mm. just be insensitive. Yeah, is that any better or worse than that country club in Virginia that we talked about last week that had the uh, special cocktails and things like right. that? What's the difference? I guess right. Well, there's uh, there was another mm. golf course that was uh, to commemorate uh, the anniversary of 9/11. We are offering nine holes with cart for only nine dollars and eleven cents per person. Mm. So where, where's the line between what's yeah. tasteful and what's yeah. not? I, I don't I don't really know. Yeah, you know, maybe like the days of remembrance are fine, but maybe not adding a a commercial attachment to it. You know, maybe not maybe. Uh, Keeping it out of the hands of mm-hmm. uh, economic exchange. I mean, you know, to me, it's like yeah, it's it's hard to imagine. It's been twenty one years already. Yeah, yep. I that's mean, think about that. Twenty one years. That's I mean, that's out unbelievable that it's been that long when that mm-hmm. when the images of it are so clear and so readily accessible to you. Like who's you know who's forgotten about it? No one has right. forgotten about it. If you lived through it. Yeah, no, no obviously, yeah. but I mean, yeah. 21 years just seems to, to be uh, unbelievable. 
Aside from the remembrance ceremonies on 9-11 yesterday, of course, it was Basketball Hall of Fame enshrinement weekend as well here in Springfield and many miles away from here at an unnamed casino in Connecticut. You had luminaries here attending the Basketball Hall of Fame enshrinement ceremonies, guys like George Carl and Larry Costello's family to honor the late coach, and Manu Ginobili as well, the former Mm. San Antonio Spurs star. Yeah, I uh, hate to slap myself in the back, but I I may have come up with the best meme of the of the week oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought, yeah, uh, yesterday. Yeah. It's a picture of uh, Dr. Naismith mm-hmm. holding a basketball in yeah. one hand and a, and a peach basket in the other, mm-hmm. and uh, the caption reads, wait, where are you going? The Basketball Hall of Fame is over here. <laughs> I am really proud of myself for that one. Good I, for you. Yeah, I just thought that was a, that, that felt good to get that off my chest. I bet it did. Yeah, it did. I it think, really did. I think MGM will get it back i think they will get the portion of the ceremony that's held at the other casino i that's i just the feeling i have uh, you know it's like yeah. i think eventually that's going to happen your your optimism is inspiring but i'm not mm. so sure it's going to be anytime soon yeah i believe there's a multi-year contract 10 year contract yeah. i know i don't know how far into that contract they're in yeah. there are buyouts guys it happens yeah i wouldn't count on it all right we'll see Lots of other stuff going on over the weekend. We talked about it here on this show. I asked you guys what I should do over the weekend. We had the Franklin County Fair. You had the Brimfield Antique Fest. You had the Taste of Northampton. Had Greek Fest. I did none of those. What did you do? I went to something else that was recommended by our colleague Alex upstairs. I went to the Mattoon Street Art Festival over the weekend. Something we didn't talk about on Friday. You know, I keep forgetting when that is, and it's Mm. usually, it's often on enshrinement weekend. Yeah. What'd you think? I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, Mattoon Street's nice. Walking around, it's a beautiful place. Nice architecture there. You see Judy Judy? Matt? I did not. She lives on Mattoon Street. Does she really? Yeah. Yeah. And it's a very kind of a short, well, at least that portion of the street where they have sort of a little curve there to that street. Yeah. 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 Very nice. Very nice. Those homes are beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's what I did over the weekend. Uh, fall, by the way, a couple of weeks away, and already Paul Bunyan's farm and nursery in Chicopee kicking off the harvest season. The farm opening Saturday morning and beginning their annual Christmas tree tagging for those looking to claim their trees ahead of the holidays. Didn't do that, but I guess it could have on Saturday. You should do what other people do. Wait until like the last possible second, or do what I do: mm. buy the biggest, gaudiest, biggest, fakest tree that you can buy. Is that what you have at home? I got like a, it's like a, a ten foot fake tree. Mm. Oh man, it is breathtaking. I thought I thought Scott Cohen would be the one to do that since he's no, a big fat phony. He is a big fat phony, mm-hmm. but you know, uh, I'm very proud of my big fat fake tree. Police in Holyoke responding to a stabbing on High Street yesterday afternoon. According to Holyoke Police, they were called to 555 High Street for reports of that stabbing at a family dollar store. Authorities saying the victim's identity and condition were not released at the time. The incident is still being investigated by Holyoke Police. Stabbed at the dollar store? Yes, the dollar, family, family dollar. dollar. At the family dollar. Uh, discount prices. Uh, you can go get some bandages for like three bucks for a I, box. I know, but this is why it's so hard to have nice places. The Family Dollar included. Listen, you can get some incredible deals at the Family Dollar, and not everything is a dollar. But you're not going to spend much more than just a couple bucks. That's for damn sure. It's a discount store, exactly. And now you have people stabbing each other in the parking lot. That's just not right. Saturday morning, also the site of a car. Crashing into a house 
Eastern Avenue in Springfield. According to Springfield fire officials, the accident occurred around 4 a.m. Saturday morning. Two people taken to the hospital treated for non-life-threatening injuries. The cause of this crash at 4 a.m., the car drove into the house. Uh, the, car, the, the, uh, the car surrendered its right of way? Doesn't say. The cause not reported, according to the news story that I read from. Was the, uh, the house driving recklessly? Maybe. House jumps out in front of you like that. Yeah, you I, know, I know. I yeah. know. They move so slow. Mm. He started moving at 3.59 a.m. <laughs> Just jumped out in front of me, officer. I swear I didn't even see him. It's like that commercial with the turtle for pistachios. Have you seen that? Where they're mm. trying to... Uh, the turtle is somehow the mascot the, for this... Because, pis- of the, because of the hard shell. I, oh, is that what it is? Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think about that. But then they're running the, the slogans for the pistachio advertising campaign by the turtle. And they say, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? And he gets mad and he leaves. But he leaves like a turtle would leave. And they're like, what are you doing? He goes, I'm storming out. Kind of the same way. <laughs> kind of like right. the house. You see, because a turtle yes. moves very slow. Right. And you're being indignant as a turtle mm-hmm. and saying, that's it. I've had enough. I'm getting the hell out of here. Thank you. I, I don't understand any of that. <laughs> a police investigation is underway. Wait a minute. What's the turtle? The turtle is the shell of the well, see, The turtle has a shell much like a pistachio. No, they're two completely different things. This doesn't even make sense. What? I know, I know. But in order to get to the good part of the tur- get the good part of the nut, you got to get rid of the shell. Okay, and and uh, I've never seen a turtle storm away. Don't they just like go back into the right, shell? It requires you to suspend your your belief system hmm. for just a moment to understand the the oh. irony of the entire thing of that, what Dave is talking about. That a this turtle can listen to the advertising pitch and b can respond vocally. And then decide to move away slowly. I, I don't understand, though, mm. what the metaphor is for the for the pistachio. Hard shell. It still doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> does it have to? It really to? doesn't. If the campaign works, I guess, who cares? Another police investigation underway for what's being called an unattended death in South Hadley. Apparently, it's a sp- being treated as a suspicious death as well. The body of an unnamed 71-year-old man discovered at 37 Lawn Street around 2 o'clock on Friday afternoon. They don't know why. They don't know what the whole thing's about. It's suspicious, and it's being termed an unattended death. That's all we got at this point of that one. New England residents will be gathering to celebrate the boy who lived in December. New England Wizard Fest is a fan-generated event celebrating the fans who love Harry Potter. They'll be gathering at the Best Western Royal Plaza Hotel in Marlboro, December 10th through 11th. So for you Harry Potter fans, you might want to put that on your calendar. Um, is that... Uh... Also, this Wizard Fest is all over the country. Yes. It, it, tra- it travels from yes. one group of dorks to another. Yeah, this will, oh, I see. This will be... New England ah. Wizard Fest. All right, nerds. Well, then get together. In Marlboro. Take a bus. Mm. Meantime, a $1.3 billion Mega Millions winning ticket yet to be claimed. The ticket, Billion? Billion. $1.3 Mega Millions. Was sold. Oh, that's the big jackpot. Yes. It was sold in Illinois. 
purchased at a gas station in Des Plaines. I believe that's how they pronounce that. In, in they uh, actually pronounce the yes. Des Plaines. That's exactly what that little guy on that show yeah. used to say all the time when he uh, looked up uh, Ricardo mm. Montalban. No, no, no. You're thinking of Hervé Villachez when he says Des Plaines. Mm. It's the second largest jackpot in Mega Millions history, but the lucky winner is running out of time to claim the prize in the lump sum. If they don't come forward by September 27th, they can only select the option to receive the funds spread out over time. Yeah, I'm sure they'll have like a, uh, what do they call it, trust fund or something like that. Mm-hmm. Somebody will step forward with yeah, that. probably. You know, yeah. Unless they've lost the ticket. Who knows? Or maybe they don't even realize they won. Hey, by the way, do you see the story of what happened in where? Where? Yeah. So somebody was at the Cumberland Farms in where, and they played the Mega, Buck, the Mega Bucks doubler. Mm-hmm. What is that? Somebody what is wins, that? By what is the Mega Bucks Starlet Resort? It's a, it's a, it's a lottery. Uh, okay. it's a lottery game. Okay, some dude wins sixteen point three million dollars in Ware. Sweet, you could buy the entire town of Ware twice for that kind of cash. Maybe he already has. Maybe three times. Mm. That's not counting the Walmart, but mm-hmm. everything else. That kind of money. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. You're walking around. You're in Ware. You say, oh, I gotta get, I gotta get a Monster Energy drink, some smokes, and maybe. Uh, Maybe that sandwich in that uh, in that in <laughs> in that refrigerated section looks awful good. The egg salad, you know, the one that's kind of brown. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, boom! It's a sixteen million dollar lottery ticket. Yeah. In where did they come forward to claim that prize? Not yet. But one person. Oh no! One person has claimed okay. the lottery prize. Uh, where to go? Nicely done. Sixteen million dollars. In uh, where? I know. You know what? Uh, I would move out of where. If I had $16 million. Oh, I'd be, I'd be moved out already. Yeah. And that was just on Saturday. It's 644 with back Steve and Dave. It's not often we have audio to back up a Mass Hat Award winner, but we do. Coming up next on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 650 and Jimi Hendrix with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. going to be uh, cloudy today after the rain dissipates. High of 78 and tomorrow rainy with a high of 78. It's 64 in downtown Springfield. Daily podcast will be up after the uh, 10 o'clock uh, this morning. You'll be able to listen to the show in case you missed any part of it on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify and on rock102.com. Also, Baxi's musical podcast this week, my guest is Robin Hitchcock. He's got a brand new album out coming up next month called Shuffle Mania. It's awesome. He was with the, the Soft Boys and the Egyptians. Got over 20 solo albums. A really great songwriter, Robin Hitchcock. Available right now on rock102.com. 650 with Bax, Steve, and Dave. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. Now, today's mass hat award goes to a bus driver in Utah who's been placed on administrative leave because she told the kids on the bus she was going to shoot them because they kept asking. Where they were going. That's wrong, right? You can't do that? You can't threaten that? I think. Here's the moment the driver got on the bus loudspeaker to scold the kids, and one of the kids caught it on his or her cell phone. Morning! She's actually a toy! The person says, where are we going? I'm going to shoot them. Okay? Now listen. I missed the stop. I'm trying to turn around. Do you understand? Yeah, we understand. Um, we understand you're uh, in big trouble, lady. Listen, nah, you know what? I, my full sympathy goes to that bus driver. You know what? I, I'm not going to. She was. She's obviously in a. 
Have you ever driven a school bus? No, have you? I've no. never either, and I wouldn't want to, but I remember what it was like being on a school bus and all the crap we yep. used to give that bus driver. Everybody's got a breaking point, and she probably just said it off the top of her head. I know you're not supposed to say it, but come on. she wa- This is ridiculous, the way we chastise people who are under stress all the time, yeah. and then you... I'd tell those little kids I'd shoot them too. Choose another word. You're maybe. Not, you, you, you gotta th- if you're gonna threaten somebody, threaten mm. something with like a, that's nonviolent. Mm. You know, just like you know, just say I'm trying to. You, know, you, you could avoid the violent threat. Yeah, and still come come with. You, you could still make the same point without I, it. I understand that, but but when you're in the moment and you're uh, you're under a lot of pressure, you just, she just said she missed the whatever she missed the turn or whatever yeah. she missed there. That's annoying. When kids are screaming and talking and uh, yelling things at you and you're trying to pay attention to what you're doing, that's a that's a multitasking job I wouldn't want to have. <sighs> you, you just do the thing where I'm going to turn this bus right around. That's what you do, right? Isn't that what your mom or dad used to say to you? I told you my uh, my crazy uncle Leon, the bus driver, would kick kids off the bus no matter how far away they were mm-hmm. from their homes. You going to mouth off to me? You walk. You're walking. That's Get the way it the should bus. be, damn it. That's what he would do. So this woman who drives the bus in Utah placed on administrative leave, second case of this happening in Utah in less than a week. But not the second case with this woman. No. All right. And in the other case, another bus driver said, shut up, kids. I'm going to turn around. Shut up. That one was also relieved of her That's duties. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, uh, you know, in this day and age where your lack of uh, lack of employees to fill positions yeah. and all that stuff, and all these schools being delayed because you had no drivers to open the school year with, I welcome a good uh, salty yeah. bus driver every once in a well, while. Well, that would be fine. You know, and we were when we were kids, you had the salty bus driver. Yeah. But, you know, now you got these these poor little munchkins being uh, you know triggered by all of this abusive language. Ah, uh, these precious little muffins can't get their feelings hurt by the bus driver. Yeah, they can go play Grand Theft Auto and get the same treatment while they're doing that. Um, It's interesting, Steve, you bring up a good point because of the shortage, not just of workers, but of bus drivers, especially driving a bus, because now, since the pandemic, it's become a tougher job because not only do you have to do this and drive the bus, you have to be responsible for cleaning the bus as well as the bus driver, which takes a while. You get one kid to puke on a bus. It's the same thing. I don't know, man. Yeah, those plastic seats, that stuff hoses right off. I guess. Wasn't there a car they made one time that was supposedly made just for that, for like for college Honda. kids who party real hard? And the was- Honda Element. Yeah. Yeah, it had a, like a like a, like a like a breakaway door, mm-hmm. and you could just hose the damn thing down. Yeah. Good car, actually. Really? Did yeah. You, did you have one? Uh, my wife used to own one. Really? Yeah, she loved it. Did you ever use that particular feature there where you hosed it down? I never afterward? puked inside her car. No? No, I'm, I puke outside a car, and I <laughs> never, ever puke inside. Mm. I've got standards. Oh, do you? I do. Yeah. Well, anyway, two people now suspended from their bus driving jobs out in Utah. I guess there's a couple of opportunities if you want to go drive a bus in Utah. It's 6.55 with back Steve and Dave. I think we're going to have Scott Cohen on the phone, right? Yes, why, he'll be on the phone. Why drive a bus out in Utah when we can drive one right off a cliff here? <laughs> right? <laughs> it's 656 at Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Benjamin Moore Paint, 
Cabot Stains, plus rock-solid painting advice and expertise. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, as you know, being a head coach is a delicate and often temporary undertaking. One minute, they're throwing a press conference telling everybody you've been hired. The next minute, they're calling security while you're clearing out your desk into a cardboard box. That's just the nature of being a head coach. Whether that be at the professional level or coaching in college, if your team stinks, then you might not want to make any long-term plans. Case in point, I present to you yesterday's firing of head coach Scott Frost at the University of Nebraska. Now, as you know, the Nebraska Cornhuskers have one of the most prestigious football programs in the country. But the Cornhuskers have not had a winning season since the day Scott Frost took over in 2018. They haven't won more than five games in a season, and they haven't been to a bowl game since 2016. And this season, they've played three games already and lost two of them, including Saturday when they lost to Georgia Southern 45-42, despite being favored by three full touchdowns. Now, here's the interesting part. By firing Scott Frost yesterday, the University of Nebraska is on the hook to give the guy a $15 million buyout. Had they waited until October 1st, they would only have had to give the guy $7.5 million. That's when you know your boss can't stand you. When he's unable to wait 19 days to get rid of you, even if that means he has to pay double the amount to buy you out. According to school vice chancellor Trey Albert, we owed it to the players. Maybe so. But at $47,000 a year, for everybody else, I would think you would have held out until the end of the month to save a little more. Either way, that's a lot of money to lose on a football team that stinks regardless of who's in charge of it. But hey, another my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm looking at the Ego-powered, the Ego battery-powered leaf blower. Now 180 bucks at Rocky's. I'm looking at the website. You can check uh, the Rocky's app or pick up the flyer right in the store. What's on sale at Rocky's? It's always at your fingertips. Rockies.com. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 709 and U2. With back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. You always, uh, you always send a good luck charm uh, to travel with the team to, you know, give them that extra rooting they need for. And yeah. uh, we sent our good luck charm and it worked out just fine. What a delight and a pleasure to welcome back Renowned local sports casting legend, Scott Cohen. Oh. Yo, buddy. Hey. What's up, hell? Hey. It's not it's not me going into the Broadcasters Hall of Fame, buddy. It's you. So don't you give me none of this broadcast legend deal. Well, I, know, yes. I, I know who I'm I know I know who I'm talking to here. Listen, that's like another I don't know, is that next week? <laughs> yeah, it's, I, ne- it's next week. It's just no. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's all that's like a whole week away from um, now. Unless they change their minds. Yeah, well, there's always that possibility. So you were you were down in Miami yesterday. Yeah, we took uh, we took a bunch of uh, clients who advertise on the radio station and keep all of us employed ah. uh, on you know one of these uh, one of these corporate boondoggles. Hmm. And uh, yeah, we we spent the whole weekend in Miami. Hmm, huh. That that's nice. Uh, I think uh, Dave's uh, Bax's and my uh, invitation got lost in the mail for that game. I don't uh, remember getting that uh, invite. <laughs> well, apparently it did, Steve. Oh, uh, uh, as it, uh, and as it should, and if I have anything to say about it, it'll continue. To be <laughs> and, and, and what a good luck trip you had! Yeah, you really, really saw a good one yesterday. Yeah, I got to tell you something, guys. I mean, I um, I did the uh, you know we do that pre pregame show um, Sunday mornings, and um, I I chatted with Pat Kelly before the game. And wait, he's know, there I, too. I had the- 
<laughs> no, he wasn't there. We we did it. We did it locally. All right. Um, he had, you know he asked me what I thought the final score of the game was going to be, and I I thought it would be twenty seven seventeen Miami. So I wasn't too uh, wasn't too far off. And you know he said, why do you think that? Why do you think it's going to be that? And it's just like I just you know, and I think I can you know speak for you guys and Patriot fans all over. It's like I just don't have any feel at all. Um, for this team, um, you know, you you don't you can't basically you can't tell the players about a scorecard um, aside from a handful of guys who we know who they are and we've heard their names before. There's just a ton of them that it's like, who are these guys? Well, you know, and but that's but that's a, that's just a part of any NFL season. There's loads of turnover, uh, you know, with with rosters from from year to year. It's still one of the oldest, the oldest rosters in football. It's the second oldest yeah. roster they have. Yeah, I, you know, I just think I think a lot of you might like my my biggest takeaway from the game was is that obviously Mac, you know, this is Mac Jones' sophomore season. Um, he's got a year under his belt, so you know he's you know supposed to come out this year, and you know he's gone through everything at at least one time. And he just, he, you know, we got away with this kind of thing when Tom Brady was here because Brady was, was, is an all time, is an all time Hall of Famer. Um, they don't, Matt Jones doesn't have enough guys to help him out. Um, He's also got a bad back, no, apparently. He got a back injury, too. Yeah, he, he heard it. He heard his back yesterday. I, I haven't heard, you know, we haven't heard anything dire about that. I think if it was serious, we probably would have heard something by now. But I mean, he, you know, that the Patriots dominated the first half. He almost threw a touchdown, you know, there early in the first quarter. And but it, it, there, I, there's, there's just not enough going on there for them to have a lot of success this season. That's, I, that's just the way I feel about it. You know, I, I, I've looked at my first of all, my picks this weekend were were not great. Well, wait a minute, hold on a second. I'm looking at the leaderboard of the Rock 102 football picks. You and I both had nine correct, which, yeah. which isn't horrible. Yeah, but the but the five we got that I got wrong are embarrassing yeah. because I mean those were those were all games that should have gone the other way. I know. Let me just point out, by the way, you and I had nine correct. Pat Kelly, the aforementioned host of the pregame show, yeah. had five correct. Yeah, that guy sucks. Oh, He's terrible at that stuff. <laughs> but yeah, the, the yeah. Looking at the schedule, I mean, there's a there's a whole block of games like in like right before uh, the bye week. They should all be wins, and I felt like this could be a season where they go twelve and five. And you watch them yesterday, and you think of like all the mental errors that these re- that the receiving core are doing, the missed tackles uh, that uh, that they that they that they couldn't uh, get away with. You know, those are the kinds of things where you start thinking, you know, if if they don't start doing their jobs, which has been a mantra of Bill Belichick forever, then there's no way 12 and 5 is going to happen. Not a chance. No, I I didn't, you know, you said 12 and 5 I think a, a couple of weeks ago and I, you know, I, I thought that was super ambitious and mm-hmm. uh, you know, yes, it's listen, every every listen, talk to talk to the Cincinnati Bengals yesterday about not playing up to your, you know, your potential and making mistakes. You know, that kind of stuff is ju- is just going to happen, and teams do get better as the season progresses. But again, I, I think I think in this case it just comes down to a point where they may they just might not be talented enough um, to compete. And you know, I 
Robert Kraft makes a lot of money, and there were no big uh, off-season signings. There, you know, there was nothing sexy on the roster. So, I, I, dude, I just think they're they're an, they're an ordinary football team, and um, you know, there's a long way between here and there. But I think maybe we just, you know, need to be realistic and figure that that's just the way it's going to be. Well, well, spe- speaking of the Bengals underperforming, they did lose to the Steelers. And that's the next opponent for the Patriots. And I think we talked to Scott Zolak, and he was saying, boy, it's really important that New England wins the first few games because he was making fun of Mitch Trubisky, the Steelers quarterback. So now here we are. We've lost the first game, and we're facing the Steelers, who came off a great win. Yeah, Trubisky was, man, he was he was terrific yesterday. Uh, you know, just solid as a rock, and, um, you know, he's – he he was he was a former uh, you know number two draft pick uh, you know I don't think a lot of people appreciate that and he had you know an uh, up and down career in Chicago and then ended up in Pittsburgh and there was talk with the Pittsburgh's rookie quarterback that Trubisky you know might not even um, have won the starting job but he did and man uh, yeah that was a huge huge win by the Steelers yesterday and like you know back to the Patriots it does not get any easier next. No. Week. Um, let's talk about the basketball here for a little bit. Uh, this weekend was the Basketball Hall of Fame and Shryman ceremonies. Uh, Mena Ginobili and uh, Tim Hardaway go in, you know, a yep. bunch of others. But, uh, you know, still uh, you sometimes wonder whether everyone knows, gets all the, whether the GPS sends them to Springfield or sends them to Uncasville. I, I have a hard <laughs> time imagining we, where, where people are being sent. Buddy, I got to tell you something. I saw your post on Facebook on Friday about about that, and uh, you know, man, they unf- unfortunately they get they get everything, all the bad pub they deserve. Uh, yeah, I all all roads all roads lead to the casino when it comes to the Hall of Fame. The wrong one. Yeah, well, I mean, even but even the still, wrong, the wrong one. The wrong <laughs> one. It's just one of these things where you, you know, local people just kind of shake their heads and just, you know, just don't really understand what that is all about. And the Hall of Fame hasn't really explained what it's all about. And I don't expect that they they will. I don't think they have any interest in letting you know why they're going to Mohegan. I think I, buddy, I think we're still waiting for a reasonable explanation about why we're not having the Mayflower Marathon at the Hall of Fame. I don't think that's totally squared away yet. <laughs> well, I don't think you'll ever get an answer, but we wind up going to a a, 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 a very decent uh, alternative. I think MGM is going to yeah, work out fun. perfectly. That'll be that'll be great. That really will be. So, hey, listen, uh, uh, change is good, and uh, we'll have a nice, fresh approach this year. Uh, let's see here. I, I wanted to, you know, this, so this, so you have Albert Pujols, who is at the end of his that's, career, yeah. Yeah. you know, yep. just you know, smacking home runs at uh, what is he forty two. That's what he says. Yes, <laughs> exactly. According exactly. to the internet, he's forty-two years mm-hmm. old, and he's—I yep. mean—he is, uh, you know, on the cusp of, you know, I mean, he really already was one of the best, you know, hitters, you know, we've ever seen. And you know, I've been watching a lot of videos of of people saying, you know, how do you compare this to what we saw just a few years ago during the steroid era? There's no indication that Albert Pujols or an Aaron Judge are those kinds of players. So when you put all of this into perspective, you wonder, well, how great are these two guys? And you have to say the Pujols is maybe one of the all-time greats. There's there's only what three other guys that have hit 700 home runs, and you know, and the thing is, at his age, he went he hit a he went deep on on Saturday night, and then basically he hit a ninth inning home run to to 
to win the game yesterday. It's like he's doing things that a guy Aaron Judge's age does. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's he's going to join very elite company, and and the same thing with Aaron Judge trying to you know break Roger Maris's record. And yeah, it's it's great, man. I think the pool hole story. We really haven't really talked about that a whole lot. That's that's huge, man. And I think I think they're I think they're both going to get going to get their records. There's what three weeks. All, you know, almost left in September. So, yeah, mm-hmm. th- those records are going to be broken, and it's, it's terrific. Yeah, the other thing uh, about the uh, – if I go back to the Patriots here, one, one quick second. Mike McDaniels, the, uh, the, uh, the head coach of Miami, his first head coaching game ever, and he beats yep. Bill Belichick. Yep. Can you imagine? This guy yep. has no head coaching experience on his resume. He's been a you know, coordinator and everything. He was like a former ball boy. Next thing you know, in his first game, he's beating the greatest coach of all time. He and still it, looks like a ball boy. You see him? Yeah, he, I mean, he looks like he looks like a ball boy. Yeah, yeah, he looks like a ball boy. Yeah, he. he I, I got to say, when he goes when he goes into Publix to buy uh, to buy wine, he's definitely getting carded. There's no question about it. <laughs> but I mean, what a what a great way to start off your head coaching career. Yeah, you know, beating the beating the yep. Patriots at you know obviously you're you're hosting the game, but. You're beating them against you know Bill Belichick. That's uh, there aren't many people that do that in their first time out. No, there's not. And you know, then we're we're, we're going to we'll be talking about Bill Belichick a lot this year. Obviously, you know, a lot of a lot of players and a lot of coaches have left um, have left New England. And you know, there's there's talk now that you know Bill Belichick's you know uh, Marine style approach to the game, keeping everybody under his thumb. You know it. Young players today, you know, the games evolve. The the players have, you know, you can't you can't treat them like, um, you know, like privates in the army anymore. It doesn't work that way. So, you know, maybe, you know, Bill Belichick's time is, you know, maybe you know, kind of coming to pass here, and mm. he'll ride off into the Hall of Fame. But I I just don't I just don't think players want to listen to that kind of crap anymore. That's you know the game the game changes and. You have to change with the game, and I think we all know that Bill Belichick will never change his approach. All right, we'll talk to you uh, next week. Fly, uh, fly safe okay. back here. All right, guys, look forward to it. Everybody have a great week. All you right. too, bud. Sounds yeah. good. Maybe we make the trip next time <laughs> to entertain <laughs> our clients properly. Please, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. We're the last people to go with those kind of trips. <laughs> it's seven twenty-one with back Stephen Dave and Rock One Hundred Two. As the days get shorter and the t- Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 729. And the Allman Brothers are back, Steve and Dave, and Rock 102. And we're still breaking down the loss the Patriots suffered yesterday in Miami against the Dolphins. You mentioned the Dolphins' new head coach, Mike McDaniel, who kind of looks like a ball boy. After the game was over, he was given a Gatorade, a Gatorade shower in the locker room by Christian Wilkins, the former Springfield dude. Oh, yeah. He poured a bottle of Gatorade over him, and then McDaniel was given the game ball, and somebody caught it on their cell phone. Congrats on your first win of the head coach. Yeah! So I didn't do. <laughs> they bleeped that part out, yeah. which is nice. But um, yeah, he's uh, he's he's forty three. He's yeah. not he's not that young, but yeah. he looks like he's twelve. Yeah. Yep. So do I. I'm no. forty three, and I look like I'm. Tw- I act like I'm twelve. <laughs> you act like you're yeah. twelve. You don't look twelve. Yeah, you got the same kind of scruffy beard he does, Steve. We got uh, news coming up next. to Rock one hundred and two. Here's your Western Mass news. Seven thirty three. 
It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Somber day overseas as the body of Queen Elizabeth II was taken from Balmoral Castle in Scotland, where she died last Thursday at age 96, and moved to the Scottish capital of Edinburgh in a procession that occurred on September 11th. Mourners packing the route to watch as the late monarch's flag-draped coffin was driven slowly during the six-hour journey. And, of course, Prince Charles automatically became King Charles III upon the death of the Queen. And a somber day here and elsewhere on September the 11th. Community members in Springfield attending a memorial mass last night to honor the victims of 9-11 from 21 years ago. This particular memorial mass held at the Basilica of St. Stanislaus Church also had remembrance ceremonies in West Springfield and in Agawam and in Westfield and in other spots around Western Mass yesterday as well. I remember, uh, well, you were on the airbags when that happened. Were you on yes, the air, I was. Dave? I was in Syracuse. Yeah. My, my partner Gomez and I, probably like most people, even though we were a classic rock station, we stopped playing music because you know the whole thing unfolded sort of as we were Winding down our show, you know, right before 9 a.m. And mm-hmm. so we just stayed on till noon that day, taking yeah. phone calls instead of playing music. We stayed on to one. Yeah. Oh, look at that. We you, did a better job. You, you one-upped him. Yeah, that's You right. see what you oh, did there? Look at that power. That's what I did. I meant to say we went till two. No, we went to two. <laughs> oh, we went to 2.15 in the afternoon. Well, I worked at a radio station, and uh, all day long they were uh, running CNN feed. You know, mm-hmm. after a sur- after the morning show had <clears throat> left, they, sure. they ran CNN feed for pretty much all day long. Yep. And then uh, at some point, the program director, who uh, sadly is no longer with us, but uh, he... Uh, he said, "You know what? We should really just, you know, go back to to playing music." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, they they had this feature called mm-hmm. the '70s at seven, right? And I wanted to mention this last hour because we were mentioned it. Uh, but one of the clips, you know, how you put those little clips together for those little intros and stuff mm-hmm. that yep. you do. Yep, yep. Well, one of them was a tattoo going. The plane, oh, boss. The plane, and it was just like, oh, all right. Well, here's a wow. here's a here's a little oh. snafu after a day of yeah. uh, of horrible uh, things unfolding on television <laughs> yeah. and throughout the country. Good but times. The, 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 but the but the issue is, so these things sometimes run uh, like they're all stacked on like one yeah. recording. Sure. So. You don't always know which one's coming up. Correct. But you probably knew that was in there somewhere. Somebody probably should have gone back and uh, and looked for it and zapped it right out of there. Mm. Yeah. But, oh, my God. That's, yes. well, who, who would have thought that yeah. that would have happened? Who would have remembered that that uh, line that played every night for, uh, you know, 10 years would be in the same day uh, that that happened? Yes. Uh, the first thing you hear is... The late Hervé Villachez. Yeah. God rest his little soul. So burying the queen and also remembering those who passed away on 9-11, not the only ceremonies that took place over the weekend. Of course, we had the Basketball Hall of Fame enshrinement ceremonies here. Some of the biggest legends, Tim Hardaway, Manu Ginobili, yep. George Carl, and the late Larry Costello among those enshrined. They all uh, they all came back on Saturday after having fun on Friday. Mm-hmm. They had to earn their wampum points to get the free hotel room well, they were getting for the weekend. Actually, my understanding is that everybody stayed here in Springfield. That's my understanding. I mean, there are probably a couple of people that stayed in Mohegan and figured, well, maybe I'm not going to need to go bother going out there again. But most everybody was staying here locally. 
I didn't see any. I mean, we didn't. We were uh, we were out of town, so mm-hmm. I didn't. Uh, I didn't see any Hall of Famers milling around the city. I didn't either. And I went to that Mattoon Arts Festival. Didn't see anybody, you know, picking up any. Uh, what do they call reverse painting? I learned about reverse. You know about reverse painting? No. Because my girlfriend and I are joking about that. I'm like, what is reverse painting? And she's kind of like reaching over her shoulder backwards, like doing a paintbrush. <laughs> it's reverse paint. I guess reverse painting is like um, you paint the glass that's framing the photograph okay and then you have something behind that so it almost looks ah. like 3d that was one that? Of, that was one of the great displays there but that's a cool little festival yeah. to be honest with you it's a nice little neighborhood thing but yeah, no I, no hall of famers at that fest i went last year uh we had a good time yeah it was a it was a nice little display of all the arts you, you normally don't see the hall of famers go out to mattoon street because they one don't even know that mattoon street exists <laughs> right. but if you go down to say you know a couple of the restaurants uh, like the like the student prince is often a good place to go mm-hmm. looking for hall of famers you, you may see because you, you might see uh, somebody there you might not see somebody there but you know i told you there are times when you know i've heard stories of like uh you know bob costas in a in a in an elevator with mm-hmm. uh with uh with with a with a bunch of hall of famers somebody taller than he is much taller than <laughs> yeah, he, right. he is uh, yeah, I've seen Bobby Knight walking downtown mm-hmm. you know, alone. Yeah. Nobody, you know, wanted to stand with him. Right. <laughs> Nobody wanted to spend time with Bobby Knight. Or get hit by a chair if you Maybe, stand or, there, or get whipped. Yeah, yeah it, right. that was the other thing he that's used to right. do, or, or kick somebody. Calbert Cheney was the guy he whipped, right? That's that's Calbert Cheney, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Well, there were other festivals going on over the weekend. The Franklin County Fair, the Brimfield Antique Fest, the Greek Fest, the Taste of Northampton, and others. And um, so we had a lot going on here in Springfield. And we also had some crime going on as well. Emergency crews responding on Eastern Avenue Saturday morning after a car struck several vehicles and then crashed into a house. Four o'clock in the morning, Springfield fire officials were there. They took a couple of people to the hospital for non-life-threatening injuries. It was a brick house. Was it a mighty, mighty? Letting letting it all hang hang out. Now, uh, in all fairness, though, I believe the guy uh, beeped the horn before he hit the house. Is that right? Giving the house plenty of opportunity to move out of the way. Didn't move, though. And so if you're right, then the car, I mean, the house should... You you, you imagine it's 4 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. You're sound asleep. Yes. You've been, you've been sound asleep for hours by mm-hmm. this point. Yep. All of a sudden, you are awoken by the sound of a car hitting your home. I don't even know how you fall back to sleep after something like that. Mm. To me, you're up all for the rest of the night. Hey, you're hitting that hood ornament like you're uh, hitting the snooze button. Like, all right, I got 10 more minutes. Yeah, I I don't think that's the way it works. I think when a car hits your house, you're Uh up. Yep. Speaking about sleeping, here's an interesting poll. They asked people what makes them feel better, and apparently sleeping on the couch New research has found that feelings of happiness last longer, though, after your favorite sports team wins compared to getting a great night of, night of sleep. A poll of adults hmm. found hearing the sweet words, I love you, makes uh, you feel good, but not as good as when your team wins. Oddly enough, uh, my team did not win, 
And subsequently, I slept like garbage last night. There you go. So what are the chances of that? There you go. Well, that's what pro- happened? That's proving the research, Bax. Well, it's it's proving the other end of the uh, of the the scientific method used in that research. But uh, nevertheless, yeah, my team uh, stunk it up yesterday, and I did not sleep. Well, if the Patriots, and by the way, both of your teams stunk it up yesterday, both the Patriots and your Green Bay Packers. So I got myself a double whammy. Yeah. Uh, the boost you get from your favorite team's victory remains, it says, for four hours and nine minutes. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> There's always something else that comes up that tends to disappoint, and then you know you got to move on. Uh, finishing a great workout, meanwhile, leaves, w- leaves you happier for 30 minutes longer than chowing down on junk food. Meanwhile, uh, getting a great bargain at a store leaves people satisfied for three hours and 39 minutes which is better than eating a chocolate bar, receiving a compliment, or having a cold alcoholic drink I, I on gotta, a hot day. I got to tell you, hey, I've I've never had a workout where I felt good after I was done. I wouldn't know an endorphin if you beat me in the face with it. How long has it been, by the way, for you? Well, been uh, <laughs> since you tried. Since I tried, yeah. it's been a couple of months. But uh, nevertheless, I never really got that that thrill, that rush of adrenaline. Mm. No, that is uh, that is not where I go. A former teacher at a private religious academy arrested for twerking on an underage student at a prom in Florida. Julie Hoover taught at the Point of Grace Christian School in Perry, Florida. The Mm. latest charge follows her arrest in June over accusations she had been sexting with an 18-year-old senior. Now twerking on another student at a prom. Virgin Mary in the streets, Mary Magdalene in the sheets. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> she now faces one count of contributing to the delinquency of a minor, a misdemeanor, and one count of an authority figure soliciting or engaging in lewd conduct with a student. I have no sympathy for these people. Uh no, not for, once you once you start what? twerking, I mean I think you have to expect that there's going to be some ramifications. Nuns don't twerk. Well, it's not a nun. It's not a nun, but she works for a Catholic school, a religious school. Exactly. Yeah. I'm checking to see, because normally these women are also very good looking, whereas guys who do inappropriate stuff, we usually look like scumbags. No, not every woman that twerks is good looking. Um, yeah. The, the internet, the TikToks, I'm they're look- loaded with women who should not be doing that. I'm looking at the picture right now, and I think you're pretty accurate. Would, Julie Hoover. Would it make a difference? Uh, no, no, not, not to me, but uh, just saying. Sometimes a picture tells a thousand stories or something like that. Well, what do you mean by that? What do I mean by what? A picture tells a thousand. Uh, I don't know. Stories. It's just a Rod Stewart song that I kind of thought of that made. I thought it was sense every picture tells a story. That's what I meant to yeah. say. Thank you for correcting me. Seven forty three with back Steve and Dave. Now hear this coming up next. We'll hear from Mayor Sarno among others. Stay tuned. Rock one hundred two Springfield's classic rock at seven forty nine, and Aerosmith with back Steve and Dave on Rock one hundred two. Uh, weather today is going to be nice, about 80 or so for the high, sunshine. I think the rain is done, right, out there? Yeah, yeah for yeah. now. Sorry, yeah, for a now. mystery rehearsal. It's okay. Hey, uh, the Big E starts on Friday, September 16th. That is this Friday with the Military Appreciation Day. If you're a veteran or currently serving in the military, you can join Rock 102 at the Big E and receive free admission with a proper ID. And while you're there, stop by the VA's Information Center located on the Avenue Estates. Speak with eligibility specialists and learn all about the health care and other benefits that your military service has earned you. Dan Williams, a veteran himself, and the Rock 1-2 Road Crew will be there to set up uh, with the VA at between 11 and 1 on Military Appreciation Day. So stop by, say hi to Dan, win some nice prizes, 
and uh, and hang out at the Biggie this Friday with the VA and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's coming up on 7.51. Now, now, now hear this. It's just the normal noises in here. You hear me? You're only hearing what you want to hear. Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Clip number one from Western Mass News. They were on site during the Bishop Naylor community celebration held on the corner of King Street and Eastern Avenue, the annual party honoring Bishop Naylor and his dedication to Springfield and its residents. The event included prayers, haircuts for children, and Springfield Mayor Dom Sarno. Bishop Naylor wants to empower people, whether young and old, in a hands-on spiritual leader. Uh, likes to take it to the street as the Doobie Brothers uh, sing. There you go. Citing a classic rock tune in his speech. I prefer the Michael McDonald years out of all of the years of the Doobie Brothers. Well, that was a uh, Michael McDonald song, if I'm not mistaken. Taking it to the street. That, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, right. I prefer yeah. the, the Michael McDonald right. years. Well, that's what the fool believes. Oh, does it now? You see what I just did? I see what you did. I took your, uh, I took his Doobie Brothers reference, and I added another Doobie Brothers reference. And if we're keeping track minute by minute... It's oh, listen to him. 751. Now, now, that's a triple Doobie Brothers reference. Mm. How about that? How about that? How about that? Yes. Clip number two, also from Western Mass News, who covered the enshrinement ceremonies for the Basketball Hall of Fame. Here or there? Um, You know, I only saw the coverage from here in Springfield. Right. I don't know if they covered, did they, do you think, maybe they don't have it in the budget to travel all those miles down to Uncasville. Probably not. So anyway, this is clip number two from Western Mass News, catching up with Cesar Garcia, who traveled all the way from Los Angeles, California, to pay homage to his big hero, Manu Ginobili. When you're a diehard uh, Ginobili fan like I am, first fan, you're willing to fly out here for this event. Yep, came all the way from L.A. He says he had never... Met him before, doesn't really know, but it feels like he's family to him. Mm. And that's why he made the trip. All right. And clip number three, this is a proposal, a wedding proposal. It occurred on a pier in Australia, and it didn't go very well because the guy had his two-year-old kid help with the ring. The kid fumbled the ring it fell between the planks on the pier and into the ocean. Somebody caught it on their cell phone. Here's the audio. Quick run down. We'll stand here. You can't jump. It's too shallow. I can see it. He got it. Some guy dove in and spotted the ring and got it back. You know, I actually saw the video of this, yeah. and uh, you, know, you feel bad for the little kid. Like, who puts a, you, you don't put a valuable ring yeah. in the hands of a, of a kid where you're on top of a, of a pier. That, right. was just, that was just plain stupid. Yeah. But he's like, so there's, have they not found it? That's two months' salary in the toilet. Two? Probably three or four. Well, maybe, but you know how it's, uh, the, the standard is the two month salary. Good day. Well, I uh, I lost my wedding ring in a lake uh, two weeks after I got married. It really? Did not. I was, yeah, I was at a party uh, down in Stafford, and we were hanging out at the lake. I had the ring on, and of course, you know, you know, when you get something new, it's not quite the fit. 
Yeah, they, right. You know, because I had lost some weight from the time of the fitting to the thing, so gotcha. the thing was a little bit loose. And yep. I'm lay, I'm sitting in one of these uh, these like uh, tube things, and just you know, lounging out by the dock. And uh, I realize after I take my hand out of the water that the ring is no longer there. Whoops. What the hell is that? And, uh, of course, everybody, you know, these people have been, own this house for years and, you know, generations of families. And, and they were all saying, you ain't never going to find that because of the silt at the bottom of the lake. Like, you know how many things we've lost over the years? Mm-hmm. This dude uh, who probably had many cocktails in him, decided that he was going to go find it, and he found it. Wow. He found the ring. He, he like, he, I, I don't know what he did, but he, he went down and he was just grabbing through the silt, and he found it, and I, and I got wow. it back that day. That's crazy. Yeah, it I, was crazy. I was thinking about this. Obviously, in Australia, probably the water was crystal clear underneath that pier. Here, if that happened here, I was going to say, you'd probably never get it back if it was the Connecticut well, River or something like that. I, mean, I wouldn't make the assumption that it's crystal clear. It's under a pier, after all. So, yeah. you know, there's no... Hardly ever sunlight. It's it's probably like you say in soft yeah. silt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not like a magnet fishing thing because gold isn't isn't um, right. It's not magnetic. Like yeah. you wouldn't be able to pick it up with with something like that. Sure. Well, that'll teach you. Yes. When you're gonna when you go to put a ring on the hands of a two year old, yes. Make sure you're standing on the ground, not on a pier, or have have it attached to a leash somehow as well. Yeah, the kid. Yeah. Yeah. Coming up next in the 102-second sports, good news for Tom Brady on the field. Not so much for his marriage, apparently, off the field. We'll get to the details straight ahead on Rock 102. September means fall. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8-10, and Eric Clapton with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. Some rain coming tomorrow. Uh, 70 or 80% chance of some heavy rain. But today looks pretty good. Highs of about 80 or so. So today happens to be the 60th anniversary of John F. Kennedy doing the moonshot speech. You know what that was all about? Moonshots? 60, you know, no, no, it's not I've like, done shots before. Moon, I have too, and I've gone over the moon. Wait, no, 60 it, years bearing ago. Bearing his backside? The, our president did no, that back then? Really? Uh, well, <laughs> I think Lyndon Johnson did that more than once. <laughs> yeah. No, 60 years ago, uh, John F. Kennedy said that he wanted to put a man on the moon by the end of the decade. And, of mm-hmm. course, they did. Right. R.E.M. came along and sang that song. Yeah. A, a, it was a great yes, song. Yes, exactly. It took three decades, but it was okay. Uh, Joe Biden's going to be in Boston today. Yeah. To kind of uh, uh, to kind of do something similar to the moonshot speech. Uh, he is looking to uh, highlight a new federally backed study that seeks to validate using blood tests to screen against multiple cancers. Potential game changer in diagnostic testing for dramatically improving early detection of cancers. He's also planning uh, further announcements. This is very much like um, the moonshot speech. What he is saying is that there are enough technological advances where they could cut uh, 50% of cancer fatalities over the next 25 years. Now, we all know people who have had cancer. We've all know people who have died of cancer. And we all know people where their diagnosis came too late. Mm-hmm. When something like this is proposed, you go, well, what, you know, imagine what that would be like if you had, if, if the person you knew had the ability to find this cancer well in advance of it spreading and becoming out of control. Sure. It's a remarkable thing if, if in fact we could get this done but apparently 
these uh, these blood tests, we are not that far away from it. Uh, you know, I did read an interesting uh, article over the weekend. Uh, it was from the Harvard Gazette about a study uh, from, by researchers from Brigham and Women's Hospital reveals that the incidence of early onset cancers, including breast, colon, esophagus, kidney, liver, and pancreas, has dramatically increased around the world with the rise beginning around 1990 for people under the age of 50. Yeah. You know, we do all these screenings of, you know, after 50 years old, you got to get the colon screening. After, you know, this age, you got to get this screening, you know, prostate, things like that. But it's happening so frequent that more and more people under the age of 50 are getting diagnosed with these severe cancers yeah. at such a late stage. Like my wife, for example, we like... She was like one of the healthiest people I knew and then got diagnosed with stage four esophageal cancer. It was just and there was really no explanation for it. They do dive into all these things that are causing it, like plastics in your food mm -hmm. and, and, and all kinds of toxic chemicals, Roundup. All this stuff that we use every single day is part of the, the reasons why people are developing cancer so early. So with a, a program like this, that would be uh, the cat's pajamas, if you will. Two things. The, the pan pancreatic cancer, very tough to diagnose. So they really need to focus on that one because that's a deadly one. Second thing is I have a phobia. You mentioned some of the causes, Steve. I have a phobia of talking on the phone, but with the phone to my ear. I don't do it if I possibly can avoid it. I, I put the spe the phone on speaker and mm -hmm. I, I talk to the speaker there and listen through the speaker instead of putting the phone to my ear. Now, I don't know for sure that it causes cancer, but I'm no, not but taking that, any but chances. But we've all read stories where people say, well, that's a possibility. Yeah. I'm more I'm more likely to believe what you're saying, Steve, that it, a lot of it has to do with our diet mm -hmm. in it's this every, country. It's, it's all these things that we run into, whether it be, you know, uh, the emissions from from factories and where people live. Yeah, you, they do studies on those things. If you if you have people that live near uh, like a certain industrial area, it's more likely that those people are going to develop some sort of cancers because of the toxins in the air and the soil and the water and all that. Or stuff. you work in a courthouse that has mold. Well, there you go. That's yeah. another example of it too. Uh, the, his speech uh, today will happen at the uh, the Presidential Library and Museum. It comes as Biden seeks to rally the nation around developing treatments and therapeutics. For the pervasive diseases that the Center of Disease Control ranks as the second highest killer of people in the United States after heart disease. It's interesting that if you look at where they test people now mm -hmm. for like the things you were saying. So, you know, when I first had my first colonoscopy, I turned 50. Now they're scaling that back. They're saying 45 yeah. or 40. It, same same thing with uh, with like prostate cancers. They're finding that in younger people colon cancer prostate cancer breast cancer it's not it's not just something mm -hmm. that only old people get yeah. anymore yeah. our our the, the the we have changed the the whole course of who is at risk uh more so now than than ever before the idea that you could maybe detect these things that it's very impetus with a blood test yeah that I mean, that's remarkable Exciting. if you could do that. I mean, pancreatic cancer is a good a, a, a good example of that because it is a very hard cancer to find, and usually when they find it, it is too late. It is too late. Yeah, you know, this is one of those things that could could find it. Yep. You know, ahead of time, man, that would be that would be amazing. Yeah. But, I, I, what What I don't know is can they? And I, I'm asking this because I, I I simply don't know. In a in a blood test, they can determine whether you have cancer but it may not be entirely clear 
where that cancer is or what kind of cancer it is. Is that, I mean, is that right? Yeah. Um, one of the other points of this, you talked about the gut, you know, your digestive mm-hmm. things we eat. Among the 14 cancer types on the rise that the, the Harvard study, eight were related to the digestive system. Yeah. Because of these, they're talking about the uh, microbiome composition, like the, those, um, you know, people, they sell probiotics, you know, to, to, to change the, the gut uh, yeah. thing, you know, to, to, to decompose thing. I'm not even know what I'm saying. Well, it's like the, it's like yogurt yeah. and stuff like that, right? I'm not I'm not that intelligent, but I'm just talking about those yeah. those microbiomes that digest food mm-hmm. and and put pass things through your system. They're saying that, you know, a lot of people have these toxic ones that are not doing their job and are causing a lot of these cancers, which is pretty scary. Well, and yeah, you can you can go even deeper in that rabbit hole and say, well, you know, now we're dealing with you know genetically modified seeds for you know agriculture. Yeah. Now we're dealing with uh, you know meat products that are either you know processed or enhanced with steroids or certain chemicals or or whatever. And all these things are happening in the Western diet that you're not seeing in other parts of the world where cancer uh, or cancer numbers are lower, and you're certainly not seeing it in previous generations. Uh, like you're seeing it now it's like you know these numbers have exploded and a lot of it i think you can point to diet Mm -hmm. because of all the things that are in our food that are virtually unavoidable because it's almost impossible to find things that are are not uh you know added to our food risk factors uh such as highly processed foods all these things that you're saying sugary beverages obesity type 2 diabetes uh sedentary lifestyle Alcohol consumption all have significantly increased mm-hmm. since the 1950s. Yep. A lot of that has to do with consumerism too. You know that that can that's probably another conversation for another time. Sure, but, but the increase of those items and and being pushed on people as to you need to have this uh, in your system, they don't really go into all the risk yeah. factors that that come along with that. Here's the thing that I worry about though. You know, if you have uh, the ability to to find out. Uh, you know who has who has cancer based on a blood test and you have all of these other people now potentially available for treatment at the same time you've got a, a major problem with the number of healthcare workers out there doctors nurses you know people that just you know simply are harder to get uh to get seen by you're all running simultaneously i mean mm. you, you hope at some point that the workforce you know starts getting into healthcare and there that there are doctors that you can see you don't have to wait several months mm-hmm. to be seen at, at you know at some point there's got to be an intersect here and you hope that these things intersect in a way where all that information is great but if there's no one to give you the treatment for this you know what what good is the information right alcohol is a big one you you, you mentioned drinking too much i mean back in the days of my grandparents you know, you, you had they'd have a, a cocktail or maybe two, and cocktails were normal-sized back then, whereas people these days supersize everything, including their cocktails. And I don't, That's the I only think, way to enjoy a cocktail. Right? I don't think they know what they're doing. No, it all they depends on the, the cost. Damage. Yeah. Yeah. all depends on the cost. Sometimes yeah. to be, you know, how many pours, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? Well, yeah. I, see? What's the worst going to happen? Yeah. Cancer? Yeah. Rum and Coke, uh, rum all the way to the top of the glass, yeah. and a little Coke for color. Yeah, yeah, that's right. 16 ounces. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, like all these people thinking you get the uh, 
all this healthy food that's out there, like, you know, granola bars. It's all sugar and fructose and all this other stuff. It's poisonous, mm-hmm. basically, but yep. yet we eat it because yep. we're Americans and doggone it, ain't no one going to tell us how to eat our food. But the idea of having a blood test that could detect these things so much earlier is, uh, you know, that would be yeah. valuable to a lot of people out think, there. Think of all the yeah. people you know that discovered these cancers too late yep. and you know how much this could change things for people it's pretty remarkable stuff it is it's 821 with back steve and dave and rock 102 G-G- getty lee and alex lifeson of rush were present at the tribute for taylor hawkins late drummer from foo fighters recently that's rush on rock 102 uh the mayflower marathon as you know we're gonna have a, a brand new home this year mgm springfield get a load of this uh, now through October 7th, Dave Minor Exterior Home Improvements will match all monetary donations made to the Mayflower Marathon online up to $5,000. Sweet. That is awesome. Damn. If you want to uh, participate, you can uh, start donating early. Visit rock102.com. Click on the banner to donate. Again, you got to get your uh, your donations in by October 7th in order to uh, forget this, uh, this match going. Dave Miner's Mayflower Marathon match from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. That's awesome. I think it's fantastic. This is exactly what I was hoping to see, mm-hmm. exactly what I was hoping for. It kind of shows you that there are people in the community that are willing to jump aboard this thing right away. So this is fantastic. See, not only does he does uh, home improvements, he does uh, uh, he do, he improves the community by inspiring other business owners to do the same thing. Yeah, I see what you're trying see to do. See what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're trying to get Dave somebody- Miner is a pioneer. <laughs> <laughs> he He's wonderful. Do we have records, by the way, for the amount of donations that have occurred over the years or not? Records meaning like what's our biggest amount or who has donated the most? Well, either or any of that. Are there any numbers for that or do we just we don't care because I know we you know, we just want to do as much as we possibly can. But well, I I mean, we've had some pretty outstanding years over the last, I'd say, you know, 10 years. Mm -hmm. The first year we made six bucks. (laughs) We filled one truck. And we thought, wow, that's really mm-hmm. fantastic. Let's do it again next yeah. year. And then we did another few years, and someone said, let's try two. And we thought, well, that'll mm-hmm. that'll never fly. And then we did fill two, and then went to three, and then sometimes three and a half, four trucks we've called before. Hmm. But there are some uh, some some business people out there that have been extraordinarily uh, generous uh, over the years. And I'm not going to embarrass anybody by name and names, but we, we have been... Uh, completely stunned by how uh, the business community steps up and we of course we're all open to see more of it so again go to uh, rock102.com if you want to donate uh today the dave minor uh mayflower marathon match the basketball hall of fame ah! oh, they wrote the check they sent the check oh yeah well, i'm just talking about all the other times well all the other times it's uh 8 30 with back steve and dave and rock 102 here's your western mass news first alert forecast a mainly cloudy damp start this morning with some areas of fog. A little bit of sunshine works in later this morning into the afternoon. A muggy field today with high temperatures in the upper 70s. For tonight, we'll have mainly cloudy skies, mild and muggy. Some showers will be around. Temperatures will fall into the middle and upper 60s. And then for tomorrow, mostly cloudy. Some showers in the morning. We'll watch out for a few thunderstorms in the afternoon, a few of which could be on the strong to severe side. Tomorrow will be mild and muggy with temperatures in the middle and upper 70s. Front moves through tomorrow night with partial clearing. It'll turn breezy and drier. Temperatures fall into the 50s. And for Wednesday, Mostly sunny, breezy, and dry with high temperatures in the low to mid-70s. With your Western Mass News First Alert forecast, I'm meteorologist Dan Brown. 
Leah Toyota Wilbraham is the area's leader in pre-owned and certified pre-owned Toyotas. We are currently pulling inventory from all 22 Leah locations. Choose from hundreds of RAV4s, Camrys, Highlanders, Tacomas, and more. And at Leah Toyota Wilbraham, all pre-owned vehicles include a two-year complimentary maintenance package. As always, instant credit approval is only a click away. All credit applications will be accepted. Everyone drives at Leah Toyota Wilbraham. 2145 Boston Road or 24-7 at LeahToyotaWilbraham.com. Attention landscapers and contractors. Winesick Nursery in Hadley has a yard full of trees, plants, shrubs, and perennials for the fall planting season. Bring us your plot plan or call us for inventory. We've been growing strong and our landscape plants are beautiful, healthy, and ready to go in the ground. We also have wholesale mulch, bark, and soil ready to load or deliver. Winesick Nursery on Route 9 in Hadley and at winesicknursery.com. We are the growers. Come to the source. Let me share with you something I've been telling my family and friends for years. I wish I'd found my current job at Freedom Credit Union earlier in my career. My name is Gina Noblet Gennetti. If you're seeking a welcoming workplace that offers excellent pay, benefits, and opportunities for growth, you'll find it at Freedom Credit Union. We have many full and part-time positions open across Western Mass. Start your future today with Freedom. Visit a branch or freedom.coop to learn more. Freedom Credit Union is federally insured by NCUA. Shares and deposits in excess of NCUA limits are fully insured by MSIC. Equal housing lender 833 we're back steve and dave and rock 102 it's time for news brought to you by gary rome hyundai gary rome will pay you more for your car whether you trade it or not it's time for news here's dave coombs had joyous celebrations over the weekend locally and somber ones as well first of all the positive side well it's all positive i suppose the franklin county fair the brimfield antique fest greek fest taste of northampton the 49th annual mattoon street art festival all occurring over the weekend and a bunch of somber moments as well as there were memorials yesterday to honor the victims of 9-11 one of them at the basilica of saint stanislaus church in springfield Another one in West Springfield, where America's National Song of Remembrance played at that ceremony. You had the Agawam Fire Department ceremony, as well as the Westfield ceremony, with the Caledonian Pipe Band leading in the Sons of Aaron tribute to remember the trio of Westfield's own, Tara Shea Kramer, Brian Murphy, and Danny Trant, who died in the attacks 21 years ago. I think uh, the uh, the spirit of Springfield moved their uh, September 11th uh, memory uh, memorial they, too, didn't they? Uh, I believe they moved it to Friday. I think it was Friday. I think it was Friday because of the the Kevin Kennedy memorial. Yeah, uh, they were doing a, a a service for him. That's right. Yes, it was Friday. Also, uh, the first day of fall coming up, just a couple of weeks, and Paul Bunyan's Farm and Nursery kicking off the Christmas season. The farm opened Saturday morning and began their annual Christmas tree tagging for those looking to claim their trees ahead of the holidays. You know, as a guy who had a life-threatening bunion many years ago, I don't know how that guy grows trees, cuts trees down, or gets them ready for Christmas. I got to tell you, I could barely walk when I had that big, fat bunion. Well, he had the ox. He had Babe, Babe the Blue Ox to help him out. You ever see an ox do any work? I don't know. ox just stands there looking at you. With a ring in his nose, oxes don't do very much for me. Bunyan, your company stinks. You, you couldn't get a ox with a babe and a. I lost my train of thought. I'm telling you, I don't know. I don't know why we call these things Paul Bunyan. A bunion is a painful dis, uh, disfigurement of the foot. 
Basketball Hall of Fame enshrinement as well over the weekend. Fans gathering in Springfield and at uh, another place miles and miles away. Uncasville, yeah. where where, ba- where I believe uh, Dr. Naismith went to uh, vacation. It's called Dunkusville. That's why, by the way. Ooh. Basketball yeah, connection right. there in Connecticut. That's where he uh, traded the first American Indian to be on the yeah. basketball team. That's oh. right. They slammed Dunkus. Little known fact. Among the, um, I'm sorry. Speaking of uh, of American Indians, I'm watching uh, again. I had to go back and watch the documentary about the Massachusetts Turnpike, because um, it was so good the first time around. Well, because I'm really interested in that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's my my little nerd thing. I like because they're talking about that bridge. It's a one of the longest spanning bridges on the Mass Pike is actually in Westfield. It's that one that goes from like near Tacoa Mountain. Oh yeah. If you're going out, you know, towards the Berkshires. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were saying, like, you know, uh, no one died in the building of this bridge. It's like this old 60s, like, movie reel thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the credits uh, to that was because the hiring of the Mohawk Indians, who have been known to have impeccable balance. Huh. And then I was like, did that really even need to be in this, like, that fact that... uh, well, I mean, it, dep- it depends I mean, on when it, this documentary was made. Well, it was, ni- that's a it was in the 1960s okay. uh, that this thing was made, and they were showing all this footage of them putting the bridge together and all that stuff. But it was just like, it was almost like an unnecessary fact within that narrative. Like, it had nothing to do with the rest of the, you know, they didn't say like, hey, we uh, we employed uh, Mohawk Indians to build the entire Mass Pike. No, just uh, just ones to go up on the bridge, uh, the very yeah. scary bridge. But back then, we thought it was okay to point out that certain ethnic minority groups. <laughs> I know, uh, that's you know, what I mean. Helps in <laughs> building it for one very specific reason. Yeah, them Indians over there, they were pretty good about balancing themselves on beams. Oh, you could try to push them off, but they won't fall. They're like weebles. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was like, it just really wasn't necessary <laughs> To be put in there. And uh, that documentary you're talking about, Steve, how long? Is that a series of... Nah, it's like 43 minutes. Oh, one of those YouTube things? I watch it in pieces. I watch two minutes a night, and it takes me... uh, (laughs) It takes you 20 days. Yeah, 20 days. You're almost done. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, the latest U.S. News and World Report rankings for colleges are out. pair of Massachusetts universities among the top in the nation, according to the new study. Harvard, of course. And MIT, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, about a mile away from each other. what that stands for? <laughs> yeah. All these years. Yeah. Really? I would have thought Greenfield Community College would have hit the very top. Nope. Not on the list. I thought it was named after Mitt Romney. <laughs> Harvard and Mitt, MIT, second and third, according to the U.S. News and World Report rankings. And they established their rankings formula based on faculty resources, salaries, class size, and spending per student. uh, Stanford in the mix, Yale, and Princeton was number one. Over stick? I find that hard to believe. Yeah. Princeton, I don't know if you saw this, also came out with the story that they're offering tuition free of charge to families who earn... Under one hundred thousand dollars a year. Okay. All right, but you got to get into. Well, you got to get in. That's well, yeah. the thing. Like you know, for example, and this is uh, this is absolutely a true story. I'm not making this up. I think I've told this before. Harvard University has a uh, a scholarship for anyone by the the last name of Baxendale, where you could go full boat to Harvard if mm-hmm. your last name is Baxendale. Now here's the here's the catch. Mm-hmm. 
There hasn't been a Baxendale in the last 300 years smart enough to get into Harvard. All of us, every single person in my family, dumber than a box of rocks, could not get into Harvard if, if you, if you, if, if you, with anything. It's impossible. And yet, that money continues to sit there and grow and grow and grow. You know, there's a company called Baxendale? Yeah, they make guitars in uh, Athens, Georgia. Is that right? Is that yeah. the one? Because there's another one I'm looking at here in the UK. And it's baxendale.co.uk. And what do they do? They do something else here. They say, we support public sector providers to diversify income streams, and they support organizations in implementing digital solutions. See, so it's a digital company. See, this is exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> Baxendales are real good at speaking gobbledygook and not really getting to the point. Mm-hmm. You still don't know what that company does, right? You just read a description. Can you tell me what they do? They've, no. They've, yep, you're right. They've helped their clients win over three billion pounds. Again, British. Anyone by the last name of Baxendale is full of crap up to their eyebrows. I'm telling you, because I happen to have been one my entire life. I think you ought to write to the Baxendale company and offer up your services Please. to your namesake. Please. I got I got enough responsibility. Here's one from Delaware. Police there got a 911 call last Thursday. Witnesses reportedly seeing a man driving his car into the ocean. Happened on Navy Beach at a place called Cape Henlopen in Delaware. The witnesses quickly ran into the water and helped the guy out of his vehicle onto shore. It's a 48-year-old man named Donald Quill Jr., As you might expect, he'd been drinking. He was arrested for DUI and was hit with additional traffic violations since, you know, he was driving on a beach instead of on a road. Hate when that happens. Well, there there are some beaches like in North Carolina where you can can drive your truck onto the the beach. beach. Is that right? Yeah, Yeah. you can. Like in the outer outer banks. You have to have a four-wheel drive. You can't Mm -hmm. just bring your Corolla onto the beach. You know what I mean? Like you have to, and then you have to lower your tire pressure in order yeah. for the tires to. And then you, they have stations at one end of the other to fill your tires up and release the pressure on the other end. The the, the one year I was down there, I was watching like a bunch of dudes like you know, take their truck out to the beach, and they all got stuck. Yeah, <laughs> only the ones that knew what they were doing were able to get on the beach and get off the beach. There were a bunch of people who had no idea they had to lower the pressure of their tires. That's crazy. This dopey idiots thinking they just go on the on the beach and start tooling around. Well, ain't that simple there, mister. You can't just do that. And speaking of dopey idiots, there's a $1.3 billion Mega Millions winning lottery ticket has yet to be claimed in Des Plaines, Illinois. Second largest jackpot. Second largest jackpot. Three, $1.3 billion in Mega Millions history. But the lucky winner needs to come forward shortly or they're going to lose the money. What do they do with that money? Does that go back into the general fund and pays for all the things that they say it pays for? If or it does goes that, unclaimed? It doesn't. It should roll back into another jackpot if it goes unclaimed. If it's after a year and you you I don't had think, the time to claim it. I don't think it automatically rolls into a jackpot. Here's your answer. The money from all those unclaimed jackpots goes back into the state coffers, it says. Yeah. But when you're talking about like a, you know, like a, like a Powerball, or mega millions, mm-hmm. then it, that money must get divided amongst all the states that participate, right? You're right. It's a good point. If it's not contained to one specific state, yeah, you're right. I guess the, all the states would share equally in having the money go be- get filtered back into their coffers. 
So, well, I mean, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, it is a money making opportunity for every state that participates. But if, you know, imagine you, you 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 have the ticket, you don't even realize it, and then you find out the day after, ooh, that was mine. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. There's a lot of cases of this. I put this phrase into a search engine, an unclaimed lottery lottery ticket in Arizona, unclaimed lottery ticket in Michigan, $10 million prize unclaimed in D.C. Happens all the time. Sure it does. This is how the states make their money. Or or one of the ways in which they they make their money. Yeah. The last thing they want you to do is walk away with your cash. Mm. Well. But But in this situation, if they don't claim it by a certain date... Like I think it's at the end of the month, right? Yep. Then they can no longer take take it in a lump sum. Correct. So it would it would be you know it, with the annuity, which you get correct. like a certain amount every year. That's correct. And in this case, it's September twenty seventh, which is the deadline for that. You might want to step it up. Yeah. And it's eight forty four with back Stephen Dave on Rock one hundred two. My freak. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock, 850, and the Black Crows are back. Stephen Dave on Rock 102. So it's going to be about 80 today. About the same for tomorrow. The difference is tomorrow it's going to rain. Some of it heavy. Today it's going to be nice. Rock 102's Pro Picks Pool is underway at rock102.com. It's your call football. Weekly winners get a $50 gift certificate to Geo's Pizzeria in Hampton. Pizza the way you like it. The overall season winner gets a $500 cash card courtesy of Nor'easter Organic Life Hydroponics, as we, uh, we talked about earlier. You and I were tied at uh, at nine wins apiece. Yeah, proud of that. Uh, Pat Kelly stunk up the joint with only five, but you and I both picked uh, Denver to beat Seattle tonight. So no matter what happens, we're going to tie. So I'll be in next week uh, for it. Are you sure? Yeah, I just did them all this morning. Oh, good. Cohen was talking. (laughs) You got to have somebody to do to occupy your time, right? We're not qualified to win the prizes, of course, uh, but you are, and you can compare your picks to ours if you want to do that. Uh, we gotta stop with this whole pumpkin thing. Yeah, what's the matter with the pumpkins? I, I'm I'm just scrolling through Facebook here, and uh, somebody I know put up a picture of pumpkin pasta sauce from, available from from Stop and Shop for a right. limited time only. All natural, by the way. How do you? What do you get? The people to step on the. Step on the pumpkins mm. to smash them with their feet. Nah, you're, you're, they're not even using a real pumpkin. They're using the, the, the pumpkin from the can, which is usually butternut squash. It says all natural. So, mm. you know, they puree that pumpkin so much. And, you know, I'm, I'm like, okay, I can see this would be for, like, uh, the raviolis, you know, with the... Sure. What you just said, with butternut squash ravioli. Yeah. And then uh, I think you served, didn't you serve that at your wedding? Wasn't that one of the yeah, main I, dishes? It was no, it was it was not a main dish, but it was a uh, it was like one of the appetizers that were being passed around, and it was delicious. You know what it is? I've done so many weddings up at that place, yeah. that I've had it there before, and the, it's freaking delicious. Yeah, so it's like, but but the idea, that, like, look at this, look at this jar. Yeah. It's disgusting looking. Like, why would you buy that? Looks like baby food, pumpkin pasta sauce. Mmm. Mm. Come well, on, kids, know, it, we're it, having pumpkin pasta sauce for dinner tonight. Did you ever have like a like a butternut soup? Yeah, it's the same thing. I know, but it's just the idea of you know putting it in a jar and putting it on display. Well, the pumpkin spice coffees don't make sense to me either. I mean, I don't know. I, just oh, I, I love them. Do you? When, when, Are you oh, really? Hell, yes, of course. It's huh. the season. Okay. You know, it's like uh, you give me like a. Uh, I don't mind. I, you know, listen, I, what I, 
typically if I get a coffee, it's going to be plain old coffee. That's it. Just want coffee. Pumpkin. But a couple times of the year, you know, I get the pumpkin spice, and it's like, ah, that feels mm, good. No. no, thank you. Yeah, nope. that, that warms my no. soul a little bit. No. I'm, with, I'm with you, Steve. I don't, I don't even care for pumpkin pie Thanksgiving, I like apple pie or, you know, like a pecan pie or something else. Yeah, see, I like a pumpkin pie. Yeah. I can still wear my Ugg boots, leggings, and flannel shirt uh, and enjoy a regular coffee without having the spice part, the pumpkin spice part. I'm sure you could, but yeah. it's just like it's that time of year yeah. where you just you just want one. Yeah. Give me just give me just yeah. like one. It's no. kind of it's kind of yeah. like the same thing as no. like when McDonald's comes up with the uh, no. with the shamrock shake. I want a shamrock nope. shake. Me neither. No, don't like that either. Nope. You don't like a shamrock nope. shake? Nope. You don't. Yeah. What? The sham? You, nope. How could you not like the shamrock shake? It's a uh, pure minty deliciousness. Uh, it's, like br- it's like brushing your teeth with with, yeah. a, with a milky drink. Yeah, sugar. I want my ice cream to include vanilla and chocolate and caramel and stuff. I don't want mint and oh, caramel. Like, oh god, you just ruined it with like the caramel. You, like you guys, like you just suggested. It seems caramel. like caramel. Oh you're, god, I knew I didn't like it. Only gargling that <laughs> caramel. I gargle oh. my milkshake with like that's like having Listerine in there. Listen, I will rub that stuff all over my face. I love that stuff. I so will much. bathe. In it. Oh, yeah. I will bathe in it. Get it in every crevice. Every, every crack and one. crevice. Yeah. So months later, I'm going, ooh, it's still there. <laughs> Can like enjoy it again? Oh, it soaks into your pores. Yeah. And, yeah you just get it. It's, yeah. like a, it's like a bath bomb. It's like if I tell you to pull my finger, it's like an after dinner mint. Yeah. <laughs> mm, is your name Andy's Candies by any chance? <laughs> hey, have you been at the Walmart in Hadley recently? <laughs> This is a good place for us to go. That's what the question mark frame was. It's 856. We're back, Steve and Dave on Rock 102.